This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Can you believe he continues to come in at 102 degrees Fahrenheit? He can't be stopped. I don't know why you're gagging, so he bring it to you every podcast. I am so excited to be bringing you Dragger, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast from the HeadGum people, people who brought you such podcasts as Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer and others. (laughs) We are so excited to be here with you today. I have an amazing guest. He's a friend. He's a drag compatriot. He's a scholar. um, And he's a fucking blast. Keep it going for Ryan Barton. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Whoa. Whoa. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing so good. It is a Beautiful summer day. I'm yeah. wearing shorts. You are? You look good. Thanks. I feel like I look like I'm a cyclist, and I like that. Yeah, you have a summery shirt. Very summery. So summery. New, by the way. This is um, from, For I hate to give this tip away, <gasps> but I have a place, and I, every time I need a new shirt to make me feel a little bit better, I go to the Glendale Marshalls, and it always has something for Whoa. me. Whoa. Yeah. So I this like this. Yeah. What's Marshall's tagline? It's not dress for less. We all know that's Ross. Get in and get out as fast <laughs> as you can. Get in and get out. Yeah. Well, I am so excited to have you here, Ryan. We do a lot of comedy together. We do improv together with yeah. Queer World and Rita Repulsa. Yeah. We've done a stupid, fun, gay video called Straight Zombies. Uh, we've oh, done yeah. UCB Drag Race together. We've done we've done a lot of projects together. We've done together. a lot together. Yeah. Um, just to start to get to know your taste in drag. Sure. Um, what's your favorite drag race season? Okay. So I, I would say my favorite season is six. Okay. And my good favorite, one. And you'll understand this. My yes. favorite drag star. Yes. Is Adore Delano. I love that answer. I feel like that is me. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell. Wow. I maybe lean a little bit more like kawaii. <laughs> with like my drag, but yeah. like that that yeah. attitude, the adore Delano attitude is like me. Yeah. I feel like. I love that. Yeah. I love Adore Delano. We've yet I don't think we've yet to see someone as charming Ugh. as plainly charming as her. I know. In an unaffected way. I know. On her Meet the Queen special where she says, Hi, my name is Adore Delano. I'm two years old and I'm from the ocean. Yeah. I die. Yeah, she's not. She she comes in hot and heavy without being super heavy. She's super light, actually. She's so good, and 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 she gets. Do you feel you have one of her pitfalls of relying on your charm, or no? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I my, if I I mean I perform a bunch, and you do. We we know this. It's like sometimes when you're like, okay, I've got nothing else. I just go to. Tr- uh, what's it called? Charisma Prov or like, yeah, or like even, but even doing. But you're good at it. Thanks. It's like hard for you to be unfunny. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's just personality. Yeah, yeah. You just know how to deliver. You're, you're, you're. It's a super strength of yours. Where you're like, I, I know this is funny. Yeah. I don't know why it's maybe like that's a weird way to put it, but like no. you're just like, I know this is funny and that's what I'm leading with. That is, you know, I describe how I perform this way. Cause like now that I've been doing Heralds on UCB, I'm like coaching a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And it I'll find it difficult sometimes because I'll be like, oh, it's hard to explain to people that like my the way I do improv is I jump out of the plane <laughs> and just hope someone gives me a parachute. Like true. Because I'm like, I know this is the thing, but someone's gotta help me like figure out why. And then once yeah. I know the why, then I'm like, great. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a super strength. Um, one time we did a show together where people in the front row wouldn't shut the fuck up. They were like three drunk girls. Oh my yes. I want to say they were they were lesbians. They were our crew girls, and they were lesbians in a complicated love triangle. Yes, because they were having a fight during our show. During the how they were fighting the entire until they left, but like. It was loud. It was so annoying. And I was shocked. You made an amazing move okay. to like when they were talking, we, like start a scene where you sat on the lip of the stage and started talking to them. Yeah, that is the Chicago Ryan coming out. Very that. Because I was like, not nah, my, not my. That to me, that show is so sacred to me. Right. And I was like, not in my house. Where it's like, oh, tonight. you want to talk? Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to talk, honey. Let's talk. Yeah. Uh, that was honestly so fun. That was genius. That was such a funny move. And then I loved all of you guys just coming in. So that is like the whole team oh, was yeah. on the say That was so great. I love yelling at people. For you them. did. You got so. I upset. got a little. I was I like, always, mano, mano, it's, it's okay, baby. I know. I'm. I'm like. A, I'm a dog on a on a chain. That's like, like, like the link is like stretching. Yes. I <laughs> could go. I could go at any moment. It's like cute if I'm still on the yeah. on the leash, but uh -huh. I could break. And I'll tell you what, sometimes I'll, I hold the leash, but sometimes I'm like, oh, <laughs> I let go. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're today talking about the untucked of the final episode. Great. Do you have a favorite untucked season? Is, is it still season six untucked, you which know, is pretty fun? You're going to be, so I kind of consider you an mm -hmm. encyclopedia I, of uh, everything Drag Race. I, w I could stand to learn anything else about anything else in the world. Yeah. But I haven't. But you haven't. And I refuse. Yeah, and you don't have to. No. Um, as he sips LaCroix. Uh, so I, on the other hand, have come at dra Drag Race specifically mm -hmm. at a very, like, like season three was the start for me mm -hmm. and I was like okay this is weird this is fun my yeah. roommate made fun of me for watching it but like I they don't did? yeah they totally did which was so weird um now it's like super hip so like I doubt yeah if we could revisit they wouldn't but in terms of untucked I didn't even know that existed fair I didn't even know untucked existed until really like oh my gosh like like late seasons like sure. I would say season like Eight. Right. Like I didn't even. But, however, like I've fun. I've gone back though you to watch right? like, the faves. So it's like I know like, all six the. Yeah. Has Laganja. Oh, those ones. I went back because I just went down the YouTube hole. Right. Season. You know what? I'm gonna say also season six because mm -hmm. it just was so okay. Good. I just want to. This is why I like season six. I feel like season six was the one to season five was amazing mm -hmm. and incredible. But that is the reality show we know. We know the standard. It was, right. the, it was the most amazing version of the standard. Great. Season six, however, the character arcs and the story arcs were gorgeous, I thought. It's, like, yeah. it's like, the best top three, I think, that's oh, ever existed. That one, season five, All Stars 2 are my top threes. Yeah. Um, I think I like season six's top three the best. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You're saying like top three. Just. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, just yes. those top three contestants. Yes, I meant seasons. Okay, top three contestants. The top three contestants are just so yes. good. Yes. Oh my God. You know, and yeah. it's just like, because like a lot of times in the top three, there's usually one where you're like, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, uh-huh. Get out of here. Yeah, it was really. Why was Pearl in the top three of season seven? I'm not disparaging her. I think she's very talented. Yeah. But her work on that season. Who was right below her? Uh, it, it was Pearl, it Ginger Minj, and Violet Chuchki. No, but who was fourth? It wasn't Katya. Kennedy Davenport. Kennedy Davenport, yes. Which was pretty crazy. I actually, I thought Kennedy did pretty great. I thought she should have been she? in the top three. I thought she should have been in the top three as well. I, uh, at the you, end of that season, I was like, what's happening? That, to me, felt a little... I'm sure you've covered it, but it that it did feel Haven't. like a little overproducey. It was very overproduced, and because I think they're coming off the success from Six, right? And, and like, how do we top it? They're like, we want, we need that pearl story. We need to finish it. We need that young, young queen right. to succeed. But and as I'm we like, know, she never gave her full story, which is 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 good. No, yeah, which is which is I mean, like for her purposes, good because I understand her story is complicated and dark in ways that I'm glad reality TV wasn't able to exploit. Yes. Um, but um, it, it didn't make for great TV. For sure. Because it was just like, why are you still here? Yeah. Why? You know, it. I was watching, you know, Hey Queen? Yeah. Which is, yeah. So I just watched the Pearl Hey Queen. Um, yeah. And it just, she spills a lot of tea. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I think I, gained a lot of respect for her because it's like yeah. she like knows 
she like what's the word I'm looking for? She knows the character she portrayed. Yeah. She's like, listen, honey, this is how it was. I didn't expect it to be like this. It was weird. Like, we all have to do what we have to do. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, because also it's like RuPaul doesn't really like talk to the queens. Like, right. She's also like very old and very in like doing her thing. It's, yeah. And I, 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 I want to sympathize just because I'm just like, you know, you're like when you've been living your life as a a queer artist and you get to that point and you are trying to unlock new achievements in your career, I see how you can get more passe with these things, but I also understand how a young drag artist could be crushed by Uh, these passe moments. uh Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, here's something I'll say. Say it. Uh, I was, you won't. I won't. You won't. I won't. Oh, here she goes, though. Okay. I honestly want, like, I I have seriously considered, because I think it would be so fun to what? do Drag Race. Like, Oh, my God, you should. My only thing, though, is I need to learn to paint my damn face. Well, <laughs> like, me too, honestly. I, I get help hard with my face. Duh. It's bad. Have you ever, I mean, I'm sure you have, just doing, even doing, like, eyeliner by yourself is, no. like, the greatest challenge. It's fucking hard. Oh, God. Oh, I like, well, this oh. is what, I want to talk about your drag persona. You do, sure. you perform as Bottomless Mimosa. Yes. You have a amazing web series. Yes. Uh, where you are Bottomless Mimosa. <laughs> yeah. Is it available to watch online? It is available to watch online. Where? Um, either, it's called We're Gonna Murder My Boyfriend. Okay. It's starring a bunch of really fun people. It's you, so good. Thank you. It, you have to watch this. It's it's the best dumb, low-budget drag it's narrative amazing. film. Like you, it's so fun. It's really funny. Um, Thank I thank you, Model. That's so sweet. Um, you have to. I'm telling everyone. Yeah, ha- go watch this. It's you can find it on YouTube, but I like put the episodes on YouTube. But like most of the traffic went through Facebook, so you can mm-hmm. either watch it on Facebook or YouTube. Yes. So bottomless. Yes, bottomless. So mimosa. as a whole, bottomless mimosa. She is a little kawaii. She is very. I call her like kawaii, very blue, bubblegum, yummy, yummy. She's a gumdrop. She's like a dumb slut. <laughs> yeah, she's who's also like a, a prodigy. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I had so much fun. So UCB Drag Race mm-hmm. was the regular season. Did and the regular All-Stars. season? The All Stars. I thought was like it was a damn dream. Like, you were the Alyssa Edwards, yeah. In it, in terms of like when you got knocked out, oh people my god, were like oh, I got, you got knocked out of the top four. Oh, I know, honestly, and people lost their minds. I am so <laughs> sad. I didn't get to do finals, but like also the time I had truly was so fun. And I was talking to Oscar about this, who is the co-host, mm-hmm. of Ozma, Oscar Ozma. Montoya, yeah. friend of the pod, friend of the pod, <laughs> friend of the pod, <laughs> <laughs> Great. like so. I really got to craft that character. I didn't, you know what? She was Rickety Bambi Legs season Mm -hmm. two when I did it. And then that's how I met most of my best friends. And that's why I did the inspiration to film and write, like, we're going to be my boyfriend. And then coming in and doing All Stars, I got to, like, literally craft Bottle Samosa for six months. And it was really cool. Because now I think, like, I know that bitch. Like, I know her. I know that style. Yeah. It's fun. fun. I'm actually... You... Yeah, please. please, What are you actually doing? Well, I just was like... I talked to you about this. I'm writing a little spinoff show okay. for, that, for Bad Drag Race. Yeah. And it's going to be like Bottomless Mimosa Wants Her Crown. I love it. And it's going to be yummy, yummy, Ooh, dumb and funny. I can't wait. Because a yeah. lot of... We, we were both there when a lot of drama happened in the UCB Bad Drag Race world. Yes. It's just that thing of like when you're in... Like the real Drag Race, when you're in the psychological experiment... Yeah. Things break. Things happen you didn't even anticipate happening. I am sad. You know what I'm sad about? What? I'm sad because I hate that you're not going to do it again. I know exactly why. I know exactly why. I might lie. I might lie and do it again. It's. I just feel, I felt bad because I think a lot of people came in with that mentality. And here's the thing. I'm the most competitive person in the world. Mm-hmm. But like, Oh, I played Mario Party with you. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> she knows. I played Mario Party with you. I was like, well, calm down, shy guy. Yeah. Take a break, Monty Mole. <laughs> oh. Relax, Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is all true. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I feel like I went into it of just like, this is a gift. 
And, yeah. and I'm every month that I get to stay is amazing. Yeah. And like I wish I also didn't expect the amount of feelings people had about it, deep feelings, because it's such a special show. Mm-hmm. And so I I am sad it got a little yeah. tainted like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like everyone's fine. It's just a show. It's just I think show. people are still healing maybe, but like it's gonna be great. It we'll get over it. We're we're gay. We're such loon we're such dramatic lunatics. I know. God, we all need everything, just a hug. every mountain's a molehill. And to bring it to a bigger topic, like in, in the gay community, you know, we I think we have a hard time. I think it's like, hmm, how do I put this? I think I've o okay, I've always thought like um so within the gay community, it's so our our relationships with other gay men, especially yeah can get very tough and rough quickly. I guess what I'm saying is is like um, there's an added – We I think we're all damaged as gay men. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like when gay men are forced to interact with each other, let's say in realms of sexuality, in realms of friendship, in realms of uh, uh, kikikari. Yeah. Um, Love. Put that on a shirt. Kikikari. It gets complicated because yeah. we're also damaged and we're all trying to prevent future damage that it makes us push each other away instead of pull each other closer. Yeah. I will say it's one of the most frustrating things about the community for me. Yeah. And it's really sad because I think when you have a gay friend, that is like such a special relationship. Yeah. To me, those are things that I hold very dear mm-hmm. and I protect them like at all costs. Yes. And... I do think, yeah, when you put a bunch of gay men in competition mm-hmm. with each other, it kind of brings out those, like, thorns and those scabs and those wounds that we're all triggered by. Yeah. Which is sad, but it's like, yeah, I really wish our community could be way more, like, together. I know. And I'm only now getting over those wounds. Like, I know for me in the past, and I know for me, my trigger is sexual, sexuality stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, I had, I was so desperate. Yeah. I was so desperate to be seen as attractive and sexual in the yeah. gay world that it caused me to react very poorly and irresponsibly and immaturely towards other gay men. Because when I felt like I didn't, they didn't want to fuck me, yeah. I was like, fuck you too. I was like, I hate you. Oh. I don't even like you. And it's just like... Oh, I'm such an immature baby that I wanted that validation at all costs, and that prevented me from getting to know other gay men in a more meaningful way. Totally. Wow, that is very well, uh, very good self-analyzing. You know, I got to read myself like a book. Yeah, you really. I was the like, Bible. Damn, that is. And also, we as gay men, we get like, we do not get a head start in anything. No, we we're behind. So we are behind. So it's like I get that even further yeah. of like like my 20s have been such a it's wonderful It's your like middle school dating. It really it's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's so crazy. When did you come out by the way? Early college. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Hanny. Well, we should dig into the app, shouldn't we? Let's do it. We should. Um, good kikis. Um, so we're in an untucked, the final untucked of the season, arguably anticlimactic. Um, but um, it's like it's definitely maybe the it's one of the only times this happens. It where you do an untucked of the finale. Yeah, you. Know, I think this is like they're like, oh right, we don't do this for the finale. Got oh it. right, we stopped doing. We okay, stopped it doing make that. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have that long two-minute bumper in the beginning, which I have to say, just some of, some of my favorite. One of my my favorite line in that bumper is when Chanel says, "No offense, but you look like a fucking clown." <laughs> you imagine saying that to someone? So, no offense, but you look like a fucking clown. Um, in the Drag Race world, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait to say it to someone. Yeah, who's your favorite shit thrower in the world of Drag Race? Who's your favorite? Like, just. You can say Bianca. I it's on the tip of my tongue, you know, but I don't want to because watching her perform uh-huh. in videos, I can't stand her. Mm. I cannot stand her. She does yeah. not as a comedian and yeah. as a good comedian. Yeah, I'm like you need to let people have their moments, do their things. She's like she just th- 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 talks all over, and I'm like, yes, she's so good yes. and so savage, and I yes. live for. But I'm like. Give your people, like... Give them a break. Give them a break. Or just, like, share. let... So- share. I think the word is share. Yeah. So, in terms of... Uh, I'm not going to say Bianca. So, maybe I'll say... 
I don't know. I thought Adore is really. I hate that I keep using Adore. I love Adore. I like. I loved her and Laganja's thing because, like, yeah. also Adore just feels like super mature and like how she approaches arguments. Mm-hmm. She's like, really, girl? Is that how you want to say that? Oh, I love. Okay, that. girl. Well, as long as you looking in a mirror, all right. She's very subtle about it. Telling the truth. Yeah. Manila is a kind of Who's good yours? one too. I kind of like, well, like, just because Manila, like, a lot I of times Manila. just breaks it down and is just like says the truth, where she's just like, oh, um, I said that because I want to win. Yeah. I said that because I want to win the competition, and that's what we're all trying to do. Like, just breaks it down and gets yeah. through all that bullshit in a way that's like, yeah, I'm not going to help you win. I'm trying to win. Totally. Um, love her. And then the messier ones, Mystique Summers. From season two. All right. I never watched season two. Oh, my God. She's great and Should crazy. I go back? Yes. Yes. There, that Untucked is also amazing. Okay. It has some real messy fights. Mystique Summers. Mystique great. Summers, Madison, Q, Ladisol. She's, uh, she's, just, she's a big queen with a lot to say. She's a big queen uh, who doesn't eat fried food because it messes up her skin. Copy. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Um, I also love Tatiana. I live for Tatiana. I love Tati. Tati. Okay. And then we have this. Uh, so we're in the episode. They're in the Forum Decor Lounge. Uh, they talk about how rude it was that they had to do stand-up. Can you believe they made drag queens do stand-up as their final it does, challenge? It feels rude. It feels rude. Rude. I was like, girl, that is so tough. It's so tough. Like, I like that they have it normally now in, like, the middle of the season. Because mm-hmm. I think it is, like, a really fun challenge. Mm-hmm. And I also love to see queens soar that don't think they can. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's my favorite to watch. Because mm-hmm. um, the good queens al- always do great. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes. But the funny queen, I like it because the funny queens get to be funny. And then sometimes you have this, like, dark horse that comes out of nowhere. And yeah. then they're like, kill it. Yeah, For like a, a Coco fun- does the roast in season five. And oh, yeah. Just wins the, it. I know. Insane. What? The, um, what was I going to say about the, uh, it, oh, oh, about them you, doing stand up. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Cause it's like, I don't think, Hey, I don't care if you do good stand up or not. That doesn't, that's, sh- I don't think I want to judge that as like your final. No, I think it should be more of just like a ball or yeah. what else? A lip sync or something. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't know. The stand up. Did you see any, did you think, what did, what did you think of those stand up sets? Not bad. Yeah. And I think that I thought for people who, because like I do strictly improv. Right. I haven't really done stand up. It me? really terrifies me. I did some in college. Okay. But I'm sure it was God awful. Yeah. Because like, I was in college. Right. Oh God, I can't wait. I'm going to get into it. Let, I think. I, I am really curious about it. Yeah. I want to like, try it. I love, I love owning a room. Yeah. I love doing crowd work. Totally. Um, I know a lot of times comedy is just being loud, confident, and taking a break after you say something. Abs- nailed it, nailed it. Guys, don't take, you don't have to take any classes. You've heard it here first. Truly, any joke can be improved by being loud and hitting your mark. I mean, that's how we do it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Truly. With you and I in a scene, it's just that. It's just and, loud and no one gets, it's very quiet off stage, but us, it is very loud. <laughs> So um, I also talked about last week, I have to bring this back up, This how scary unearned laugh cutaways are. Is anything scarier than like you watching a performance where something mildly funny happens and then they show the audience going like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, very weird, actually. Creepy. But also, maybe creepy for you, I wish that happened in real life for me. <laughs> like whenever something really blows for me, I just hope someone's like, oh my God. There was just someone you could cut away to? Yes. Laughing? I think it should be a, a full horror movie. Unearned. <laughs> unearned laugh cutaways. I'm in. She's in. This fall. Oh, God. Pay $16 <laughs> to, to watch something you could pay $32 at the comedy store for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two drink minimums. How about four? This fall, this Halloween fall. comes early. And punchlines come late. Oh, the big laugher sits behind you. <laughs> and then we have, okay, we have them talking about how hard it was. There was uh, there was some workroom footage in this Untucked that we didn't get to see in the real episode, like Chad breaking down, thinking about her comedy routine. Yeah. She's working out her MILF comedy routine. Juju's comforting her. There's more footage uh, of Chad giving her point of view as an old dead drag queen. 
um, which I generally love. Yeah. You can poke fun at yourself. You're always going to get your audience on board. I think it's interesting, like, because it's very a la Alaska, All Stars 2 for me. Yes. It's very, like, keep it perfect, keep it perfect, and then you miss. You miss mm-hmm. only slightly. Yeah. And then you're, like, in shambles. Remember when Alaska loses her mind in season two of All Stars? Season two of All Stars is so good. I know. Also, when you think about it, she maybe should have been in the bottom two or went he- home for that one. Here's the ultimate Catch-22 Matrix-style blue pill, red pill. It's like I wanted Alyssa in that top four, but that means we never would have gotten I'm Roxy Andrews. I'm here to make it clear. You know, know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. I was a bitch on season five, but I'm here to make it right. Give me a sewing challenge and I'll give you what you like. Uh, uh, I know. Go. <laughs> um, <laughs> More. God, put her in my closet in the middle of the night. What What would have been better, honestly, if you had to pick? Did we, did we want the Alyssa verse with choreography, or are yeah, we, we glad? Did. Yeah, no, we wanted Alyssa. I agree. I agree. What if Alyssa won? Alyssa doesn't have a crown, Ryan. I know. She doesn't need one. You're she doesn't right. need one. You're right, but it kind of kills me on the inside. Maybe one day there's going to be something where she does, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. think she's out of it yet. Yeah. What if that bitch wins an Emmy for something? Oh, that she to just me might. is it. That's it. Her speech. Yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be, the, they're going to play the RuPaul song, and then she's going to be able to do the thing. Oh, my God. My name's Alyssa Edwards. I own a big hat. It's a big <laughs> hat. It's a 10-gallon hat. Fill it with some water. Fill it with some thongs. Fill it with my bra. Bing, bong. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I think that was giving her too much credit. That is giving her too much credit. Yeah, it'd be more like, I have a hat. Hatty, hatty, hat. H-A-T, hat. Eyes and lips and pop, pop, pop. Have you heard her tongue pop song? I kind of do love it. No. It's pretty funny. But it is just She's like, it up right now. this is an Alyssa Edwards exclusive. The remix on the mix. Yeah. Um, so they're chatting in the Untucked Lounge. They're talking about who they think the top two is. It's, they actually are like, oh, we all agree. We already know who the top two is. They say it's pretty obvious that it's Chad and Raven. Do you agree? I do, actually. Yeah, um, it's pretty damn I obvious. I think it's pretty obvious. And I think there's a little bit of, you know, of I remember watching the season. I think I dropped off because it was like I really yeah. wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just think it was Raven's and Chad's season, very obviously. And, like, a Juju, I love Juju. But, like, Juju B, I don't think she brought it or had the, right. the wins there or the or even, like, that at the last minute, va-va-voom. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, the, her looks still have never, they never, like, take it over the edge of glory. Yeah. They're always just like, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. I, I would like love it. to see, I, I was watching it, and I was like, I think everyone who did All Stars 1 should get a retry if they want to. I agree. I, I, like, I would like to see Juju B now. I agree. I agree. As, like, an old, haggard Sass queen. I wonder, yeah, if she would like. I mean, either way, she's just perfect. Her talking heads are the best in the biz. She's funny. She accomplishes that perfect goal of being real but hilarious. Yeah, God, she's without great. overproducing herself. God, in season seven, there were so many overproduced moments yeah. where, like, all the girls had I too know. many. They just had too many. Like, they, even Jessica Masters, who I love, but when she says. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. I'm just like, oh my God, that is so obviously affected and produced yeah. and bad. Yeah, yeah. And I love Jasmine Masters. You know what? I just realized that's the only reason why I want to be on Drag Race. Per- I want a talking head moment. I just want to, I just want to, they never really use me, but they do cut to me and I just go, man, <laughs> oh boy, can you believe? <laughs> she wore what? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would love that. I would love to see you do that. Yeah, the I would say like honestly, the, this untucks too. It's like, I think they kind of know. Like yeah. everyone, everyone knows. I think maybe there's a little bit of a hint. Maybe Juju B like might get in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe she thinks she might get in there. Mm-hmm. Chanel really wanted. It was really surprised by that. Yeah. Um. Also, Chanel feels like a queen to me. That I'm like, I don't know if you would have done as great if it were solo. Yeah. To me, she feels carried. Um, and I feel like Raven and Jujubee, it was carried. kind of down the middle a little bit. Yeah, it was down the middle at certain points. But I think looks-wise, Looks-wise, you know, Raven yeah. kills it with those, that like, Harajuku look she gave. Yeah. I love her she's, finale look. 
I loved it. And yeah. it was so simple was really and minimal. It was unbelievable. Um, great. They're chatting a little bit. Uh, Chad's like, I got lucky. Uh, just like, shut up. Ch- Chad's that friend who like is, is so good, but like loves to pretend she's humble. Yeah. Like she's just like, I it, got though. lucky. It was like, we know you slept two hours last night preparing for would this. You be, would you be a humble queen? I think you have to. I think so. I mean, like, what choice do you have? You can't be in the room and just be like, yeah, I I think so. I think I would pull a little bit of that stunt that Chad Michael's pulling, which is like, because I, 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 I do, I just want everyone to feel respected and yeah. lovely, but. You do work from that corner as a human. Well, thank so you. So I think that, like, does fit. But to me, I'm like, I think you're allowed to be a little bit, like. You if, should be sometimes. If you're good and you nail it, like om- it's almost like I want in those moments I want Chad to just like own it a little bit more. I, I think you know, you're right. I think it would make her more charming. I and think it's you're like, right. We like someone who just tells the it's truth. Real. How it is. Yeah, it's real. It's really real. And I mean, like, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, it's like like Trinity Taylor, for instance, is really fun. And like she's someone who's like, Oh, I deserve to win. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah. And and you can disagree with me. But it's, it, it, but it's refreshing when yeah. she's like, you did do good. And like, I love that conviction. Yeah, yeah. Conviction is pussy. It's how I approach things, for sure. You should. Everyone knows this, but it's like, I'm like, girl, if you have a good show, like, own it. Like, be yeah. so pumped that you had a good show. Like, you have to let the universe know. You got to let a bitch know. Yeah. I do think there are better ways to do it, and there's some not better ways to do it, but yeah. But it, nothing's more annoying than someone who feels too down on themselves. Or doubt, it's so annoying. Or like someone who's just like, I don't know, I think I did good. I hate it. And you're like, yes, you did good. Yes, you did. That is actually annoying. You know you did good. You know you did good. Or you're just fishing. You're fishing. She's going fishing. Fishing. Okay, so uh, Juju brings up her things. They have a little, they like, again, talk about how awful it was to lip sync against someone. Have you ever been in a position where like you had to like have a weird competitive thing with a friend or like you let a friend win have you ever had that yes um uh ooh yes uh huh I'm gonna say blanket statement yes okay okay yeah. great great um, yeah yeah and to me cause I feel like I love being competitive I love competition but on the real like I got a heart in there somewhere underneath all this cinnamon crust. But like, <laughs> I absolutely would be like, if it's way more important to that person and it's like that kind of a thing, it's just like, girl, just take it. Cause like, I care, but like, yeah. not to the point where I'll sob tonight if I don't. See, I, I agree. Oh, you know what? I play. So this guy, um, Matt Pav out here, you've played one of his games. I have I, a survivor. He does a survivor. He does survivor and Big Brother. I uh-huh. played Big Brother, had a blast. I won. It was amazing. You and won. I won. It was oh incredible. Oh my God. That's, I didn't how know. I know, that's how I know Jenna. Great. Um, oh. From Are You the One? We were, on, we were in an alliance together. Oh my God. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but also, I did uh, another friend of ours did like an all star survivor and I got to do it and it was so fun. But that's where I mean, where I'm like, sometimes people there care too much and I'm like guys uh-huh. this is still like a game like it's really a game okay like it's just a game and like those times I'm like it's okay if y'all want to vote me out to like keep the peace cause like this has been fun but like ease up <laughs> I, I got to fifth place in that survivor oh my god I got to fifth oh the, my the ladies god. I brought the ladies I messed up I was gonna win I was I played my best game I played idols when I should people gave me idols really it, I voted people out no one knew I was doing it it See? was my best game and we were coming up me and like four women and literally, they started throwing me under the bus. And I love it. I went home because I didn't, during that tribal, just call everyone out and be like, you guys do need me for the next round. They brought One up of cat you needs food. Me. Yeah. They brought out cat food, and I was like, I don't care. No, we had, I, they brought out... They, what? they brought out hot sardines, and I was like, I'm going to go home because I refuse I to eat this. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not going to vomit for this. Um, Amazing. Well, we're going to talk about the second half of The Untucked in a bit right now. After this break. Yeah. 
Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go, visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go, find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. We're back. Um, oh, how was your break, Ryan? It was relaxing. Oh, reflective. So we're back in the in the uh, form decor lounge, and um, let's here we go. Here they find a bowl of Tic Tacs. I think of these gals, Chanel is the only one who has not had a Tic Tac lunch. Fun factoid. Um, and you uh, remember, uh, they don't do the Tic Tac lunch anymore. They do the podcast. They do the podcast, yeah. Do you think they partially got rid of the Tic Tac lunch because it's like kind of flippantly supports eating disorders? Yes. Um, uh-huh. I think it is like a fun, it was a fun, dumb thing. But also more than that, I think they probably just did it because RuPaul's got a plug. She's a plug queen. She's a plug queen. I mean, she's making her money. When you think about it, it is genius to me that all they lip sync like the first nine million seasons. They only lip sync to RuPaul songs. Oh, the repackaging is unbelievable. It's and I honestly like I RuPaul was like on my playlist for a while. Like I would I would listen to it just because I love. Tricked me into liking songs I didn't think I liked. Uh uh huh. Even recently, I'm like, what is that song? Okay, all right, I'll download it. Yeah. I'll even listen to Super Queen. Oh, give me... <laughs> the fast one, not the slow one. No, the fast one's only. Remember the slow one at the finale? Oh, boo. That boo. really fucked me up. Yeah. That was a, that was fucked up. Mano, I'm looking at you. You look tired. <laughs> you, you... She's a Super Queen. 
Jesus Christ. Um, okay, great. So we go to the gold bar, and guess who's in the row bar? The row bar. The, the gold bar. It's Rue herself. Uh, she's wearing the same stunning hair from the episode, minus the flower, and like a sort of a stunning little dress. She's cinched for the gods. She looks amazing. And it's sort of a mini untucked reunion here with the four finale gals before the crowning. She's going to talk to all of them, get in their business, and see if they have what becomes a legend most um so i know we're gonna we're gonna get into that yes. i do not remember in yes. this episode do they this is something i love yes. about the finales is when they pull out their kid pictures they did not do they this. did not do that right? no not at this time they weren't doing that yet that is sad to me because i know absolutely love there's what i remember this is when i was going through a real hard time like mm-hmm. 2015 mm-hmm. circa Ryan depressed, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like drunk, like wine drunk watching the finale for the one with um, season eight. No, mm-hmm. sorry, season nine. And it was like Shea Coulee was like talking about her thing. And mm-hmm. I just like took that moment. I like pressed pause and I <laughs> pretended Rue like brought mine out. And I literally was like, You pretend acting. I, I was acting and sobbing no, and just being like, I love you, Ryan. Like, <laughs> like, girl, you're gonna have it hard, but like, you're gonna survive. Like, it was very, like, looking back on it, it's very vulnerable and deep, but also it's very funny. It's stupid. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, it's very, I was like, Ryan, like, like, you know, like, all right, put yourself together. Let's watch the rest of the episode. Right, so was, when I was young, I used to like cry and then like go to a mirror and watch myself cry. <laughs> It was fucked up. It was fucked up, but like I wanted to like feel it or no, experience there it. There is something to that. There is it was something weird. to that actually. Yeah. I think more people do that than you think. Yeah. Well, especially I, I when think they're so. younger. I think so. It was crazy. It was really crazy. Um, so, uh, okay, she talks to yes. all of them. She talks to Juju B. She talks about Juju B holding back. Juju B says she's a people pleaser. She takes care of others before herself. You know, I need this note. This is a note I've taken in the sure. past where I've been like, kind of been the only one holding myself back. Mm. Which of these four queens do you feel like you relate to most in in terms of their their in their struggle, their personal ish? Sure. I Are you a Jujube, a Raven, a Chad, or a Chanel? I'm a Chad. I'm yeah. a Chad. It's not even I chase perfection. Mm-hmm. It's I'm I'm not afraid to fail. I'm afraid for others to see me fail. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Afraid for others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the failure I learn the most in and I've become like a better person because of, mm-hmm. both in like my craft and like just a better friend and human. Um, but it is real scary sometimes to like dive in. And like Chad for me is like such a great queen, mm-hmm. but it's like that feel. It's it's the fear of falling and not being able to like really get back up or like find your footing. Is do you think I'm gonna ru- I'm about to rue you? Ooh. Do you think that uh, is that ha- tied to your queerness or just your drive as a person? Period. You know that is so splinteresting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say a little bit of both because I think there's that part of me that wants to be successful and liked. Uh-huh. Because of being a loser and gay. <laughs> oh God, I was such a loser. Wait, when were you the biggest loser? I'll tell you when I was the biggest Please, fucking loser. I guess middle school was like fat and gay, and one time, um, popular guys tricked me into walking home with them, and I thought I I thought just popular guys were asking me to walk home with them, and I was like, oh my God, I've made it, and like I remember like. The sun hitting my brow. Oh my god, I'm nervous. Like, I remember just feeling, like, perfectly, like, I was like, everything's gonna be better from here on out. Like, uh, all these uh, people, if I can remember, was was it, like, Michael Rennie was one of them? Michael Renee, maybe his name was? James Bernard? Oh, call him out, baby. Chase something? I'm fucking calling Calling you out. You know one of them's probably gay now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Popping dicks in their ears, <laughs> you faggots. Um, no, but uh, they were they they were like, let's look, like walk home with us. And I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. I would love to. And then at some weird point, I remember I've walked ahead, and then out of nowhere, my girl bullies have appeared. Oh. Anna Ruth. Oh, I hate Leanne that McClendon, name Tara Haskins, Katie Cook, Katie Mills. They all have butt chins. Katie Jones. It. Truly, those are all names. Um, and they had dog shit on a log. That they launched at me. And I had dog shit all over me. And then I like (sighs) 
had to walk home with dog shit smeared on me. And then also just the shame of telling your like parents like what happened. You're like, oh, people think I'm a fat gay dork, so they threw dog shit at my me. My heart is hurting. <laughs> I know. Oh my I know. god. It gets better. It, uh, but it was worse then. Um, so I'm that truly was... now sitting across from royalty. <laughs> Those jesters, uh, fuck them. Have, do you do you care to share something you know, like that? It brings me to... To inspire our queer listeners. Sure. Uh, I do remember this moment in... Oh my God, this is... Wow. We're really digging it back. We're digging. Sixth grade. Um, all the people in my elementary school went to a different middle school. Okay. And because of the borders or the lines of right, where right. I lived, which is... Gerrymandering, honey. Oh, honey. It was... It, <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Um, they, I remember, yeah, I had to go to a different middle school and I remember I was just walking to school in the morning and there was a shoe like in the dirt. So I like kicked it away like from me Uh and apparently it was someone's shoe of like a cool kid or something. Why? And he like, I don't know. I was really confused. And he like, like flat tired me, like grabbed me, like put me in a headlock. And I just, it was like the feeling of like, I can't do anything. Like I have no social power here Uh or like. I'm a lo- no one knows who I am. Yeah. Like, I am a loser. Oh, and also, Brittany Raymond. Ugh. She sucks. Sucks. Sixth grade. Also, she came up to me in the middle of math class. And she goes, so, are you a homosexual? <gasps> and I didn't know what that was. So I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she was like, oh, my God, I'm going to tell everyone. And I was like, damn it. I said the wrong one. Damn I, it. I was like, I should have said no. You but- indignantly were like, yeah, of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That is like really loser, right? There was a girl who used to make fun of me for the way I said colors. It was a girl named Melody Phillips. I hate her already. And we were like, I remember we were like in a group, some sort of group assignment in school. We were like, how should we like, how should we divvy up these different categories? Numbers, seasons, like we had to pick some sort of like category system. Yeah. And apparently I said like, "Um, what about colors? And then she lost her mind laughing and like for the rest of the semester was like, hi, colors. And um, it kind of wrecked me. <laughs> was it colors as in like it was a little flamboyant? I or? just said it so gay. I, <laughs> colors. Colors. Yeah. What gay boy doesn't <laughs> love colors? Oh, my God. What about oh, colors? Oh, mono. Well, that's so sad. Heartbreaking. But, you know, I will say. It does get better. It does get better. In junior year, I was part of, I like was part of a very big group. I got cool. I, uh-huh. It was very fun. And me and the I queen bee. I got cool. I love the way you said it, like as if you like unlocked the achievement. Oh, girl, but she did. <laughs> she did. I wasn't top tier, but she was mid tier. Okay. Girl, and she was dream level cool. I literally got. She wasn't Britney. She, was, she wasn't Britney, but, but she, she was, was S Club 7. <laughs> <laughs> she was S Club 7 and loving and living in it. Come on, 18s. Come on. I knew I was, knew 18s <laughs> was going to be in there. I knew she was. All right. Um, you good and 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 yeah, I I agree. I like by junior year of high school, I was like, okay, I'm figuring some shit out. Yeah, I had some freaks. Okay, so Raven talks about her tearing up in uh, as Rue did a walkthrough. We also didn't get to see this. I would have loved to have seen this. Uh, Raven has issues about letting RuPaul down. I don't know why they cut this out of the episode. However, Raven gets a job later, so Raven is killing it. She's like yeah. doing Rue's makeup. She's a, yeah. I would way prefer a job over a crown. Yeah. Personally. Absolutely. Chad talks about wanting to be perfect. And Rue talks about that, um, the anxious ping you get. Like, basically saying, like, you're addicted to the payoff of that, like, anxious ping. Oof. And then overcoming it. Maybe it sounds like you are too a little bit. Yeah, you know, wow, that is, <laughs> it reminds me of this quote. Um, eh. This is really sounds really stupid, but like I love it. you know, you know this as a performer. I don't really get big nerves on stage uh-huh. for improv anymore, uh-huh. but I do get nerves with other stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I like read this quote that like I really love. It's so cheesy, but it's like it's like having courage isn't like uh, being uh, isn't like you're all of a sudden you're not afraid or mm-hmm. you have no more fear. It's like you're doing it with the fear knowing Mm. you still have fear and Mm -hmm. I like it's like worded way better than that but I like love that because it's like yeah that pit will never go away you're always gonna have the pit but you just gotta know you can push through it yeah I try to think of transmutation which is apparently something in Buddhism okay it's basically where you literally like you trans you basically change you use the energy and literally transform it 
Hmm. You take a moment to be like, I'm nervous. That means there's energy there. Yes. Let me literally use that energy into greatness. Yeah. Let me transform that energy into presence on stage. Mm -hmm. um, it helps me sometimes yeah. just to be like, oh, I, that means there's energy there. Even if I'm nervous, that means I can just change the energy. The moment you call it out is the moment you gain like power over it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then Chanel, Rube pokes at Chanel, saying, you seem so confident and put together. I wonder, is it covering something up? And she blubbers like, yes. She's just like immediately like, yes, I'm covering that up. I'm not that confident of a person. Uh -huh. She talks about her incredibly tough challenge of being a fat, tormented kid. Hello. Yeah. Um, and how her mom was her best friend ever. Moms, don't do this to your kids. I don't I, I I have a tough position on this. I don't think I don't know. I think moms, you gotta be good friends with your kids, but don't be best friends with your kids. I would hundred percent agree with it's that. Crippling. Um I'm just gonna I know we're on a drag podcast, but here we go. Gay reference incoming in three, two, two one. The college cycle of ANTM, there was yes. this girl, Victoria, who <laughs> could not without her mom. We've had multiple ANTM references on here, so oh, great. You're well, this is welcome. Great. So she just, could not. This is just her being like, okay, so they're done with the challenge. I just gotta call my mommy. You guys don't understand. I gotta call her. She's like my best friend, and if she doesn't call her, like she's gonna know And it's like a whole season of that, but it's like incredible. I can't. But that's what I mean. What she was like, she, it's like she's crippled because you, like, I think my parents did it right. Like, yeah. I'm close with them, love them, but they're like, leave me alone. I <laughs> used to thing. be that kid. I used to be that kid, but I had, thank God I have, I had older siblings who were just like, I was Buster Bluth. I was Buster Bluth. And then I had siblings who were like, that mom's fucking crazy. Just, you know, mom's fucking crazy. And yeah. I was like, no, she's not. Mom's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw her push down a china cabinet filled with porcelain. And I was like, hmm. Your mom, mom is crazy. Your mom is going to be me in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Storms brewing. Oh, I can't wait. You better watch that china cabinet you got in your apartment. <laughs> I'm coming over. Um, so uh, then Chanel talks about her mom's passing. It's very moving. I want to say Chanel has such a journey from season one to this season. It's, it's a real far journey. Like yeah. she's such an asshole in season one. And she's so... Uh, compassionate and yeah. real and, and interesting in this season. Yeah. From the girl who on stage said, I'm Miss Absolute Mandarin Vodka. Yeah. Really good moment. <laughs> really good. All right, it. I'm on my way. On your way. Rue smiles. Rue says some amazing moving Rue stuff. She says... Uh, I, Chanel says this awesome thing where she was like, I love what I do and I'm really fucking good at it. And I just like really moved me. I was like, yeah, we all deserve to be that like convicted no matter like what, whatever we are. Yeah. Like just have that conviction. And you know what? When you have that conviction, mm -hmm. I think it makes it okay to lose. Yes. It may, like you're going to be okay. Yeah, you're going to you fine. know there's another, there's another thing. You know you're working. You know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, Rusum says amazing shit. Um, yeah, great. I love it. I think Rus and she says like we're linked together forever because we dance to the beat of our own drum. God being gay is better than being straight. Um, I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. I can't believe I used to be bummed about it. I, there are still times, and I've been out uh -huh. for 10 years now. Mm -hmm. I, Congrats. True, thank you so much. I still have moments where I'm like, I love, oh, you know what? What? Um, I went to Foo Bar for Makeout Mondays oh. for their little drag show that they do. What is that? What it's is Makeout Mondays? so fun. Okay. It's like this one woman. This, okay, so it's the most beautiful <laughs> thing of like, there's no middle ground. It's either okay. baby Bambi rickety legs just <laughs> just sprouted up in our trying drag, <laughs> or it's like rickety rickety Bambi legs. That's like how I started. You know? Yeah. Um. Or it's like older queens who just like really want to like serve, and uh -huh. I love that. And um, this one woman. <laughs> They're like introducing, da -da -da, and she drove a fucking motorcycle what? into Foo Bar and did her no, number. She did it, and it's like it, it's like that's bananas. But like, I'm in. 
I love it. That's a health hazard I'm here for. And also, though, it was really short. It was concise, and I and I was really into it. Yeah. And lots of cuties. Isn't it unbelievable how hard it is to do a compelling lip sync that's longer than, like, a minute and a half? Yeah. I. So the thing I learned on Drag Race was yeah. I – she's not the best lip syncer because she I'm hates to either. learn the words. Uh, I'm not either. Like, I hate it. Um, but the thing I do find really fun is, like – movement like a remix or mm-hmm. when it moves the song moves but like i do i will say the queens who can like do a full song it is insane because i, I it's stunning i don't know how i don't I, know how to it's re- me neither me neither it's really hard it's it's Im- damn near impossible to find levels movement that's the thing it's uh, the energy so people aren't them, bored yeah. give something more as the song progresses it's fucking hard you know who I think does it really well that is part of the UCB Drag Race family Rihanna oh yeah Ryan Persigian. like who you lost to in your season I did lose to her yeah. you run her up though I was running her up baby well yeah, I should have won but I did should have won I should have won but also didn't learn the words oh she doesn't know her words no, and you know what we uh, we stand a character type because I carry that through all the way through All Stars. <laughs> You're the Monique Cart. Yeah. Um. So they gag over Rue coming into the room. Um. They talk about what it means to win. Um. Juju B says, "I want my face in the picture frame." Raven says, "I don't. I just want the confirmation from Rue, the title." They're saying the same thing. Uh, it's like when someone disagrees with you, but you're fundamentally saying the exact same thing. Uh, when someone's like, I want the esteem of the job. And you're like, oh, I don't want the esteem. I want the notoriety. It's the exact same thing. Sure. Uh, Raven saying she's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Sad. Um, Chanel says she knows she's not going to win it. Okay. Okay. Good for you. Yeah, we were um, Juju's disappointed because Chanel judges herself. Um, God, uh, Chanel says she would love to be the winner of this show. I don't expect it. I may not even necessarily deserve it, but I do want it. Can you imagine saying this in a job interview? Yeah. How crazy you would sound if you were like, I might not deserve this job, but I want it. Do I need it? No. But do I want it? Yes. Yeah, sounds like a lot of my interviews out here. <laughs> <laughs> then we have the top two Raven and Chad in the lip sync they're kicking in the lip sync we see some stuff that we don't see in the real episode Chad wins I kind of wanted more tidbits from Raven uh-huh. losing Same. again but I guess at that point she was like fuck me I'm runner up again and losing again right well motherfucker I know um, poor baby she's, she's in the best place possible now yeah Arguably better than Chad. I know. Chad's like doing her thing and killing it, but what a steady job as a queer performer. What, yeah. a, what a gig. I know. Um, do you think the right queen won this season? I do. I absolutely do. Yeah, I do too. And I, from the very beginning, I was like, because that was an, my intro to mm-hmm. Chad, and I was like, oh my God, hi. Do you like this season? I hate it. <laughs> a lot of people say that. No, like, I really hate it. <laughs> Tell me more, more, more why, because. I... <laughs> it feels like there's it, there's foam coming out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I know. I oh, oh. <laughs> it to me feels like the best of the worst ANTM episode yeah. of like stupid challenges that make no sense. I'm uninspired. I mm-hmm. don't care. They're in. I hated it the moment they were in teams because I'm like, that's not fun and fair. Mm-hmm. I just everything about All Stars one. I don't find very. There's not many redemptive qualities about wow, it. Wow, burn it down. But the one thing that kind of kept me in there at all was watching Chad Michaels yeah. perform, honestly. It was amazing. And I loved it. we did get something that breaks my heart. I love watching it, is that Juju B. Oh, Raven uh, lip sync, which is... See, that lip sync. Sorry, incredible. Down in the history books. There are, fundamentally speaking, there's just too many weird moments in the season. There's too many challenges that are feel like mini challenges uh-huh. like yelling on the street that I hated that one uh, uh, the, uh, character impersonation that kind of works for me the girl group that kind of works for me this last one uh, uh, of running around doing an interview uh, saluting a burger that doesn't feel like Drag Race Hall of Fame to me yeah it's very weird very, very weird, weird. Very but weird. um, we're glad that we have Chad uh, in the Drag Race Hall of Fame yeah uh, uh, may I, may I ask your opinion on this? Please, this is maybe unpopular. Please, um, but this is what I believe. They tease this in All Stars Three. Uh huh. 
when they had Trixie, I think, come back. And then they were like, oh, so actually the Hall of Famers get to pick the winner. And I thought that was so fun because mm. none of them knew the journey. No one, everyone had. Racing so with the it, jury, the jury in yeah. All-Stars 3. So it made it, so like Naomi was like that dark horse who was like, who? She's really coming in. Oh, okay. So, but, but you mean, so in All-Stars 3, the jury picks. I'm saying. And then in All-Stars 4, they did not do a jury. No, they didn't do a jury ever. Right. I'm saying I they they faked us out by saying that. And then Tricks were like, no, just kidding. RuPaul, of course, is going to Oh, pick. the fake out. The fake but, out. Yeah, yes. but I'm saying I actually love that. The Hall of Fame inductees get to like meet the queens, watch the last challenge. It yeah. kind of it kind of means even if you suck through the whole season, if you make it to the top four, you still have a chance. Like it's like clean slate. Yeah. Which I honestly, like I said, unpopular opinion, but I love that. I also love the idea now that the jury is big enough, the Hall of Fame is big enough, where uh-huh. like they should be able to vote. Right. All-Stars Hall of Fame, not... My pitch not. is... Uh, okay, so I, I I disagree. Okay. Just because, whatever, I'm a cunt. Um, but yeah, I, I think... I was fine with that. But my pitch that I think would fix All-Stars completely is the first half of the season is Lip Sync for Your Legacy, and the second half of the season is Lip Sync for Your Life. So it, it, incentivi- it incentivizes you to get to that point, and then... It's less about knocking out the strongest person, which we know always bums us the fuck out when we lose Shangela, Manila, yeah. Alyssa. It fucking sucks. So I think that's why be, I love it. I mean, that's why it's compelling. I think it's very interesting, and yeah. I would love to see a season like, or just see how it plays out for once. Please. Season. Also, it would give a fresh take on please a very stale All Star format right now. Please. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, we have to do some quick stupid segments. Great. I have to give a video, uh, we're about to do A Star is Porn, Uh. where we give an award to uh, a gay porn great, and today uh, I am going to give an award, uh, the Video Vanguard Award, to Al Parker, a 70s vintage gay porn porn star with abs of steel, the mustache of Yosemite Sam, and... (laughs) Dick like a skyscraper. Oh, he is awesome. Oh, baby. We salute you. We thank you for your contribution. He has some great videos. I yeah. would recommend uh, recommend checking them out. Sure. He, he, uh, he'll fucking polishes a dick off better than a doorknob. He's, he's good at what he does. How about you, Ryan? Do you, you know have what? any? Yeah, I'm going to give, I'm going to give actually best cinematography. Uh, to Mr. Twink and Mr. Twunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give, they really put a lot of money into those cameras. And yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, it takes it up a notch. It, it takes it up a notch. Are you are you big on uh, seeing the whole landscape or do you need a, a, a close up? Both. Both. I like to know Mix what's going on up. in the background. Mix it up. Um, and finally, our titular segment, Drag Her, uh, where we drag a fictional character of your choosing. Um, okay, we're going to drag some people today. I'm going to drag the alligator from a thriller movie called Crawl. Have you heard of this? Heard of it. Want to see it. It is a movie where it takes place in a hurricane. Some people get stuck in a crawl space under a house. And as flooding happens, alligators become the major foes and monsters in this thriller horror. Um, And this alligator, what I got to say is alligator, kick it. Move on. Wow. Kick rocks. Deep. The fuck you have doing in these people's houses? You don't own this property. You don't own property. If you could own property, yes, it probably would be a swamp, but you will never be that kind of girl. Um, I want you to leave these people alone. I think alligators are nasty. There's a hurricane happening. Leave these damn people alone. Like, don't you have some stuff you need to hide for the hurricane? Don't you want to, like... Hide some branches and some, like, meat pieces. Go take care of your business and leave these people alone because, my God, the shit they go through, Ryan. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God. And it's gory. Oh, lots of swimming. And, and, and they make these alligators too damn smart. Um, so I, off with you, alligator from Crawl. 
Fair. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, mine is a an a a time one. So it's like set. It is '90s Professor Xavier <laughs> from yes. the X Men. Yes, '90s specifically because in cartoon and comics, he is a sassy little bitch. <laughs> like I'm talking, like he's got one one liners that I'm like, will throw, will knock your socks off, and I'm like, these are teens you're dealing with who like. <laughs> Also, you know, there's that queer narrative that, like, the, with yes. the whole thing of being different. And I'm like, give them a goddamn break. Fucking Cyclops can only see red. Like, that's got to be really hard. Like, you can't see things with his, like, own eyes. And I remember yeah. it's like Cyclops is like, Professor, we got to, like, get in the, the jet or whatever. And the professor literally says something along the lines of, like, well, you better get going then, kid. Or, like, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like they're putting their life on the line for your legacy. Right. Sassy. But also... A little bit stan it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little bit stan also, him. God, I would be the same. God. It would be, it's a lot. And I mean, also, like, too big of a mansion oh, to be huge. rolling around all the time. Amen. You know? <laughs> Xavier. Also, like, it feels like you're, uh, look, you're, you're, your wheelchair is, like, um, it's a little gaudy. It's like we get it. Yeah. It's, it's a little gaudy. <laughs> I mean, pull it back a little bit. It's like, uh, like what are what are we auditioning like, for you, showgirls? I, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, and, and like, like, like he really needs people to compliment him. God does he? God does, does he? he? That is nothing's been truer. Ryan, before we go, yeah. what would you like to plug? So I guess I'm gonna plug. Yeah, please go watch We're Gonna Murder My Boyfriend. Oh, it's, it's so, so silly. I promise. It's like you can watch it. You can binge it. It's like so fast. It's so stupid. Um, it's really fun and funny. Yeah. Well made. Well shot. Thanks, BB. Just jokes per minute. I Let's see. What else? I'm going to definitely promote. Um, I think I have. I don't know when. You know, you never know when someone's going to be listening to this. But yeah. I am doing another. My new web series it's called Man Eater, and it is a dark, dark gay comedy. Oh. And that hopefully should be out sometime next year. Okay. So just listen to this, keep it, tab it. Okay. And then maybe pull it up when it comes out. Yeah. Okay, great. Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. And what about you on social media? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. That's kind of like where I do all my bits and dumb pictures at Rybrator. Two R's, so R R Y B R A T O R. Vibrator. I do have a Twitter. It's locked and hasn't been used for five years. <laughs> but um, I definitely looked at some tweets. I'm not funny on there. So, <laughs> so truly, yeah. Uh, amazing. Uh, great. Same with me. Follow me um, online. All the social medias: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at my name at Mono Agapian. Listen to my other podcast with Betsy Sodaro. It's on Patreon. It's called We love trash we talk about all things trash like antm the reality tv food horror movies and any other stupid thing you can think of um yes rate and review us on the itunes it helps give us five stars if you'd like and if you say something awful to us i will read it and i will say you know what i'm sorry you're having a bad day and then i'll Eat more of my ice cream. Yeah. Um, until next time. Thank you again, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Stella got to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.